Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering Podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we discuss principles for discipling your children. guys, as we hop into the topic today, um, this was the topic we were supposed to discuss back in March. Um, if you were here that day, that was the day like my voice was non-existent and Drew Byers had to come in here and like do the lesson review. He was gracious and stepped in for me. Um, so appreciate that. And we, but we didn't get to talk about transgenderism and our team really felt it was critical and vital to talk about this with you guys. It's something that your students will encounter at some point. So we want to be able to equip you guys on how to be able to have that conversation with them when it happens. And what we're going to be talking about today in the next 10, 15 minutes max is honestly only scratches the surface of this conversation. And even experts are still learning more about this. So it's going to be, this is an ongoing conversation for you with your kids. I'll be lasting till probably they are grown and have kids of their own and even at that point conversations will still continue but what we just hopefully want to do today for you guys is provide a framework for what it is a biblical response to it and how to engage your kiddos about it with it and please this isn't a conversation about like who's right who's wrong but rather how to understand and relate and love real people who experience real pain and hurt and confusion and misunderstanding and who like everyone else in here needs to be cared and loved so basic definition of transgenderism is a person who in some way expresses a gender identity that is not congruent with their biological sex this expression may include dressing or otherwise assuming the gender of an opposite of a gender opposite of their biological sex and or pursuing hormone therapy or gender reassignment surgery um And I know we hear transgenderism and we think, you know, like it's a new idea, that it's something that's really started from like in the 1960s um, with kind of the sexual revolution that happened then. But um, there's a guy, he's a theologian, scholar, his name's Carl Truman. Um, He wrote a book, The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self. It's probably, I remember when I interviewed to come here at Living Hope, it was one of the best books I read in all of 2020. And what he does in it is he really points out that ideas like gay marriage, transgenderism, to be acceptable and plausible in society, a whole host of other ideas must have already been given authority and become plausible and become really accepted by society. And in his book, he really points, he points the ideas really began in the 19th century with guys like Karl Marx, Nietzsche, Darwin, and Charles Taylor, and their ideas have led to the change of the idea self. And that our idea of self has changed from a physical to psychological. That one's identity is not defined by their relationship to the external world, but by an individual internal sense of happiness. And if it makes you happy, who am I to tell you you're wrong? And it's led to a lack of common, just a lack of common framework for understanding who we are and why we exist and a our moral discourse has really fallen into expressions of solely a personal feelings and taste. And Truman, I thought this was fascinating. He pointed out in his book that the LGBTQ movement and 
and coming out has almost like a conversion-like experience that you are given a new identity. You're no longer a he or a she or a they or an it or you, know, you change your identity. You're given a new name. The old version of you, that not the true self, of, not your original versions there, but there's a new self that's come. And I thought that was fascinating that it's mirrors similar to a conversion experience. And I think, I know we think like, like our kids may not ever encounter the LGBTQ movement. Um, Y'all, one in six Gen Zers struggle with this. So if you have a seventh grader and above, one in six kids will struggle at some level with this. And then even what leading social experts are saying is Gen Alpha, so sixth grade, all the way to those who will be born in 2024, they're saying one in three will at some level be confronted or struggle with in some level with the LGBTQ plus um, issues and your kiddos are already being exposed to it like I think when we think of this we think of like Bruce Jenner to Caitlyn Jenner or we think of did any of y'all hear about Leah Thomas about a month ago the swimmer from I think it was Penn who won like the national championship who's like Leah is a 6'4 man but identifies as a woman and won the national championship in the 500 yard freestyle about a month ago and we hear those things like, well, our kids will be exposed to that when they get to college. But honestly, in 2009, My Little Pony introduced the lesbian character. I know, surprising. In December of 2020, Cartoon Network released a show that's rated for all ages that has a character that identifies as a they. So not even a he or she, but they were identified as a they. And actually, the, there's a whole episode about like, understanding and what and using correct pronouns for people um, and in fact if your student this is one thing I learned a few weeks ago if your student goes to Western part of their orientation now is to say their name and the gender they like identify with so it's something that they're being exposed to even from the Cartoon Network show I think it was like for ages four through eight years old so even at that age now here at Living Hope, here's our view of it. This is from our Articles of Faith. It's also on y'all sheets, on y'all's handout. It says, We believe the physical body is a creation of God by which he established only two gender sexes for the human beings, male and female. Thus, gender and sexual identity is biologically determined at a chromosomal level and not a matter, matter of personal preference or social construct. Transgenderism or indie attempt to intentionally redefine, verbally affirm, or present oneself outwardly, or change by surgery one's sexual identity is in opposition to one's created biological sex is sinful and offensive to God because he is an it is an intentional distortion and rejection of his design. A Christian's identity is in Christ alone and is to reflect the transformation of the Spirit. Nothing God expressly forbids is to be used by a disciple of Jesus to describe their identity or standing as a Christian, gender dysphoria, same-sex attraction, and other disordered sexual desires are temptations to sin and are to be battled with the resurrection power of Jesus Christ by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the help of the church. So how do we talk with our kids about this? Like, they're being, it's hitting them, you know, Cartoon Network's approaching them about them. There's, you know, 
had conversations with principals. There's kids in middle school and high school where, you, where your students are going that are already going through this transitioning process. How do we talk to them about it? The first one is also kind of the main Christian ethic that Jesus leads with, and that is to lead with love and compassion. Y'all, God has a deep love for sexually and relationally broken men and women, including those struggling with gender identity issues. And these struggles are complicated and touch deep aspects of our sexuality and being. The topic can provoke some laughter or mockery. So we have to maintain, we have to actually work to maintain God's heart for the gender confused. He loves them with an everlasting love. They're made in his image and he loves them just as he loves each of us. And your children, y'all know this, they're watching you. They love to repeat things they hear their parents saying and that y'all, they, y'all are the, one of the best ways to show them is by modeling for them how to love others. Because your children, they're watching for cues on how to respond to gender confusion in individuals in our culture. And the second thing, keep it simple. <laughs> this is a very confusing topic. So as simple as you can keep it the best. Um, as a parent, you're the spiritual authority in the life of your child. But you don't have to be the expert on every single issue. And honestly, like we said earlier, most experts don't have it figured out yet either. But here are some really easy, simple truths to communicate. God made humans male and female. Individuals are born either male or female. Because of sin, there's brokenness, hurt, and confusion, leading some to, to not like the way God made them. And as a result, some people wish they were the opposite sex. But no one can really change from one sex to another. And then the next thing, keep it a dialogue. When children ask questions, use it as a tool to connect with them. Find out what they're learning, where they learned it, and what they're thinking. Questions to ask is like, hey, where did you see that? Where did you hear that word? Why do you think God made both boys and girls? And this is not just like a one-time, like we're going to sit down at the dinner table and have a one-time conversation and it's going to be done, but it's a continued dialogue for as long as they're your child. And I think one of the most important ones is keep it truthful. If you don't know the answer to your kid's question, say, I don't know. But, and then tell your child you'll look for an answer and give them a future day to talk about it. So if they don't know, say, hey, give me some time. Give me one week and we can talk about this. Um, and your kid might ask like, hey, why did Lucy want to become Luke? The real answer for honest is you don't know. You may not know all of the pain, brokenness, and false beliefs in the lives and heart of the person struggling with the transgender issues. But scripture's clear about certain things, and those truths are what you can communicate with your child anytime. And that's God made us in his image, male and female. That's Genesis 1, 27. But sin entered the world and spoiled and distorted everything, including how we see ourselves. That's Genesis 3, Romans 3, 23, Romans 5, 12 through 13. And because of sin, some individuals get hurt and confused as they grow up. That's Romans 1, 19 through 31. And, but even in our sin, God loves us and sent his son to save us. That's John 1, 1 through 14, 1 Timothy 1, through, 1 Timothy 1 15 and 1 John 2, 2. And lastly, God can bring healing and truth to those who are hurt. 
That's Romans 6, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and 1 Peter 2, 24. And then next, keep it affirming. When your child sees a transgender person at school or on TV or on the store, they may feel curious, alarmed, confused. And so when they ask you questions about it, they aren't just asking for details or information. They're asking for comfort and affirmation. As a parent, you can respond positively by saying things like, I am so glad God made you a girl. Or I'm so happy you're my child and that you're my boy. Or in questions like, what's good about being a boy? What's good about being a girl? And ask the Lord for wisdom and creativity for how to best affirm your child and their God-given sexuality. And then lastly, and then you guys will be dismissed to group, groups, commit to relationships. Finally, you know, it's important to communicate that it's possible to maintain healthy relationships with people we disagree with. I know if my ability to treat other human beings with respect and kindness were dependent on my full agreement with their worldview or life decisions, I don't know if I would have many friends. <laughs> and as Christ followers, we shouldn't shy away from difficult conversations, but we also must be committed to pursuing the hearts of others with the gospel first, for that's how change really happens. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.